Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav. Busy in this thing. You tuning into another episode of Motivate T. Yeah, what up? And of course, you got your girl here, Mo Towns, Mo TZ, Big Mo, Mo Dog. I don't know. Mo Dog, bro, 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 bro. <laughs> you don't want to miss the Wait, I mo. probably shouldn't have said dog. that. <laughs> <laughs> Give me lit. <laughs> I'm a slug. Give me lit. <laughs> I'm a thot. Give me lit. <laughs> Yo, what up, y'all? We back in this thing. Yeah, yet another day of Motivate TL. We are glad to be back. We are glad that you are listening to us. Of course, y'all know we got to start off with some motivation. Motivation for the week, for the day, for the rest of the year. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands, yo. And yours. We got... (laughs) (laughs) And your hands. Yo, with the coronavirus going around, yo, what is up, man? What is up? That's the real motivation. Like, we got to, it sucks that a virus or something got to come Got to make you wash your hands. Make people, you know. Humble wash. flex, but I'm one of the few that washed their hands before the coronavirus started. Yeah. <laughs> Humble flex, right? <laughs> I, too, am one of the few. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I just, I'm aware, man. But one thing I did notice, and we be talking about this at work sometimes, it's like, so my department, most of us are black. But okay. of course, Negros. The, the attorneys are white. White, you feel me? And they don't always wash their hands. No, they don't. They don't think about that. Like, they just, it's, it's not even like second nature for them, you know? I got a question. So, you know, they was getting on to... What's that show called? Crap. The View or something. Mm-hmm. And Adrian. Oh, The Real. The Real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I already know okay. what you're talking about. So she said she might not wash her hands like her all house. the time when she at home. And people made a really big deal about that. But I feel like it's been a few times where I might have been at home and just got out of bed or something and got back in bed. For sure. Like, they just tried to make it seem like. I mean, she for, was the nastiest person alive. Like, yeah, they chewed her out over it. I mean, I guess hearing that clip, it did sound a little weird, just hearing it. But realistically, I, realistically, I I I feel on that actually. I mean, of course, people already think niggas just don't wash their hands in general, but you know, it's a hit I or mean, miss. If I wake up at seven a.m. to go pee and I only got two more hours left to sleep. I'm peeing and I'm getting back in bed. Like, I don't know. Hand washing, like, wakes you up more, right? Yeah, like, I gotta just let... I might not even flush the toilet till the morning. (laughs) (laughs) That might be nasty. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, and now. Flag on the play. (laughs) What did they say? Flag on the play. If it's yellow, let it mellow. (laughs) If it's brown, flush it down. Look, but for real, I hate cutting the light on when I go use the restroom, though. It's like, although, like, you have to see. You don't. I mean, y'all don't. I mean. Oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> you kind of have to see at least, like, because if you don't hear it going into the water, it's all over the place. And then now you got to clean this mess up. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like when the light be on, it just wake me up. It's harder for me to go back to sleep and stuff, so. Hey, wash your hands. I just think it's important just to wash your hands. But right now in this climate, 
Even if I do wake up in the middle of the night, I'm washing my hands. You should. <laughs> but like, just, I guess. Coronavirus. <laughs> it's getting real. She is getting real. <laughs> Yo, what is up with this coronavirus, though, for real, for real? Like, um, I think, honestly, and these are just my views, I'm no prophet, prophetess. But I think after this little two weeks, everybody trying to chill, even though I don't really know if people are trying to chill because people was at the club last night. Yeah, Atlanta don't shut down. It don't. We don't take stuff serious here until it's serious. But if people did actually chill for two weeks straight, I think, I think so. it would be cool I do too. to come back out and play. But everybody's got to be on board with that. Everybody has to be on board. And niggas is not on board with that. (laughs) I think that because they should have done this um, weeks ago already. You know, when the first or second person kind of had the case, they should have shut it down then because now it gives way too many people. Even, Even now within the two weeks, who's to say a person wouldn't get it going into that two weeks? Now it extends it out longer and longer. Um, But I saw interesting... Uh, perspective on it. Uh, I read some on Facebook. Someone went to the doctor and the doctor was saying that they think the coronavirus was this strand of flu that was out this past season because this flu seemed worse than others. That's true. That is true. I had the flu. You definitely had coronavirus. Yeah. (laughs) We don't know if that's... (laughs) But (laughs) that is what they were saying. And I mean, I can believe a, a... small portion of that because the flu was bad for me like I was diagnosed the day after Christmas which was that Thursday but I had been feeling symptoms like my throat was hurting two weeks prior to when I was diagnosed and it seemed like it seemed like after I got diagnosed it got better oh no and I was done for two more weeks so my flu I would honestly have to say I had it for like a month I was just in denial about it for the first two weeks just thinking it was just like a cold because my throat was hurting exactly and what I was saying. over here contacting with yeah, the we corona later. <laughs> but yeah it was crazy so I can actually believe that what I don't really believe is the people that are getting it like I don't like the basketball player I could never wrap my mind around what him touching the mice just had to do with him getting a coronavirus. Is it just too far-fetched to think that, I mean, the virus was just sitting on the mice? Well, he touched them, he just happened to get them? I don't understand. I don't know. I don't care. God has not given us the spirit of fear. No, 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 no. But the no. Lord has given us. No, no. Power. <laughs> church kids be like <laughs> right like um i but went nah, to church I today i do believe that i didn't go to church today but um just because i honestly don't think this is nothing i nothing to be more alarmed about than anything, the regular flu right, or agree. anything else just because it's no it's no cure for it so whether you stay at home and go to the grocery store it's a store, virus it just run its course you know what i'm saying but it's my thing is you go to the grocery store, everybody and their mama is at the grocery store. I mean, we know yeah. you have to go, but that's not stopping you from going there. So just do what you regularly do. Be cautious. Wash, wash your hands. hands. You know, carry some uh, hand Sanitizing. sanitizer. Maybe even some lifestyle wipes because that's what I've been thinking about when I'm pumping gas. Like if uh, I could yeah. just wipe off that handle because yeah. that's something 
just like the grocery store, everybody still has to get gas. Right. Everybody's job isn't closed, so the world is still having to revolve. I mean, personally, I'm staying away from, like, clubs and all yeah. of that. But niggas in Atlanta was at the club full force yeah. all weekend. Like, I was going through my stories, and I was like, damn, I could have been out, maybe. Yeah, that's but... what I'm thinking. People are brunching this morning. Yeah. Gold Room was packed last night. Like, I mean, people ain't really going to... I feel like, you know, Trump hasn't really gave that order to shut everything down. That's why people yeah. really haven't. It's like... And that's kind of why it's chaotic, too. We don't really have no direction. Like, even at work, like, my job, I am not able to work from home just because we're dealing with credit cards and mm-hmm. people's information, socials, and things of that nature. But it would be love if I if I get out of work. You know what I'm saying? But people who are teachers and who are around with kids, of course, that stuff is shut down. It's just saying indefinitely. Like, they, they're saying that school could be out the rest of this year, which I think is crazy. It's just... This whole coronavirus thing, I think it's more of a panic. I definitely think the media is playing, you know. Because they've been told us about HIV AIDS and y'all motherfuckers will meet somebody at the club at night and play Russian roulette with that. (laughs) I want to make love in this club. Yeah, a lot of y'all still don't believe in condoms. So, I mean, shit. Have you ever had a one night stand? I thought we've had this conversation before. We probably did. Either. Not a lasting one. Okay. I could hit it, quit it. No, I never. Okay. We did have this conversation before. We did. I've had some spontaneous moments, but it's always ended up in me having a long-term ass. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I'm doing better in 2020, y'all. Hey, we doing better in 2020. Enough about that. Coronavirus stuff. I just try to throw that question in there to kind of reroute. You know what I'm saying? Just stay prayed up. Stay prayed up. Mo, you sent me something interesting this week. Okay, yeah. So I was listening to the Casey Crew podcast. Shout out to DJ Envy. He's like slowly but surely becoming like one of my favorite guys on The Breakfast Club. Just not, he's. I love you, DJ Envy, but he's a little bit lame if he ever hears this. (laughs) But I love the way he loves his wife. I love the way he loves his family. I love the way he loves for black people to succeed and acquire wealth. Um, And he's just a model of how things may not start off perfect, but, you know, you keep grinding and doing, you know, putting in more work, and you can have whatever you want for you and your family. For sure. Um, So, yeah, that's why I love DJ Envy. But I guess him and his wife got in a little disagreement on the podcast about when you first meet someone and decide you're going to date them, what red flags make you take precaution And pretty much, should you be worried about someone's credit score, their salary that they're making, and their family history over y'all's emotional connection? And I really took that to heart because I feel like I come from a family that is like, oh, well, what he do? What his parents do? What is this? What is that? And it's... The first question is never, 
how does he treat you? Right. Which I understand a marriage or a relationship bond is a healthy balance of of those two. But me personally, I do believe the emotional still has to outweigh the the other things. I feel like it definitely has to be a balance. Uh, one thing you can't control is how you feel about a person emotionally, though. Um, and that's the first thing I thought when you sent it to me. Like, a lot of times, the first thing you do is fall for someone emotionally. By that time, you haven't talked about no credit. Right. You haven't talked about no... I mean, you may have talked about, you know, what they do on a day-to-day basis um, in regards to work and things and like that. But the you can be emotionally attached with a person. You may feel that type of attachment with a person before y'all even communicate to each other, I feel like. Like, if you walk in a room and you find yourself attracted to somebody in that room emotionally you kind of already like okay a little vulnerable right you know what i'm saying unless they just say something that's just so left to where you know what i'm saying it's like for the most part for some reason i like i'm with like attractions and things like that like i believe in that stuff um but you kind of attract what you you know what put you out there put out there you feel me so you can't really control that you get into dating, you start talking about stuff, and then you kind of start finding out about it. I feel like you have to pay attention to if they're willing to change to a certain extent. That's a very good point because that's actually the situation that I found myself in last year, this year. I really cared and loved for a person and it just came to the point is like, are we seeing the same end results? Right. Like, do you want to marry me? Do you not want to sleep in all day and get some more like hustle or ambition behind you? Or do you want to this, this, that? But on the opposite side, it's like, besides that, our emotional relationship was perfect. Right. A red flag for me is if our sexual emotional chemistry is overpowering where we are intellectually, it's imbalanced. Oh, yeah. That intellectual stuff is real because I literally stopped talking to one guy because he couldn't even pronunciate regular words. (laughs) And and it hurts me to my soul to make me not even want to like... Yeah, because you got to pay attention to small things like that. You can't reteach. So And he kind of had the mindset of, I've been saying it like this my whole life. and See, that was like you can't reteach. And, look, and, I, make, and I make good money. It's complacent. Yep. I'm good where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? And those are things you have to pay attention to because if you're going to be with a person, you kind of have to decide you're just going to cut it off. I can't deal with them. Or... Are you able to overlook certain things about a person? And it's like, okay, that could be one of the smaller things. Um, my last relationship, my thing was I had to, before I decided to step away from it, I really had to kind of put things on the scale. Red flags, some, I, some of the weight 
the good necessarily outweighed the bad, but the weight of some of the bad was just so heavy. It was like, okay, some things I just can't. If you have about five things that you just can't overlook, it kind of becomes a big problem. It may be five small problems, mm-hmm. but it's draining you to have to constantly overlook those problems versus it just being a natural type of situation. Um, and I think a lot of people end up settling in relationships for that reason because you want to overlook these small problems, not realizing how much energy you having to put into to constantly maneuver through these small problems, which becomes one big problem. But I think when it comes to their salary, their jobs, it's all about what you want. Because I even think with women, you have two types of women. You got your stay-at-home wife that's just literally going to be a stay-at-home. Not really a lot of business is going on. But you also have that type of stay-at-home mom who can be a full-time entrepreneur at home. Then you got your working wife as well who's going to get up and go to work. But you need 50-50 split at home. You feel what I'm saying? So I feel like you kind of got to know what you want as a person because... You got to know, it's got to be a balance, you know. It's no point of you tripping as a man about her doing 50-50 when you was okay with her being a stay-at-home mom and not having no businesses or nothing. Like, okay, if I'm going to accept to say, okay, I'm going to just pay all the bills, you take care of the house, you can't get mad five or Later ten years on. on. It's like, yo, you, you don't do nothing. I pay for everything. I do this, I do Y'all made that decision for you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> My thing is, too, you just have to, with me, Okay, say a guy makes less than me. Mm-hmm. I'm not tripping on that and when we're dating, but I need to see that you're still a strong enough man that you're working on becoming the head of my household. And not being comfortable. And not being complacent. Because I, like, I feel like you can still lead your marriage if your partner makes more than you as a man. Definitely. I feel like you can still lead, and especially if you got the type of wife to where she sees it as we're one, babe. Like, she's not trying to do too much outside of, you know, what y'all, what the fact, which is you make more. So, obviously, that's not something you got to ever throw up in my face. That's not, if you got that type of wife, you can still leave because then she's not looking at it as this is my money. Now, there are certain things a nigga can do to make her, all right, I'm going to have to check you. Now, don't, because a nigga take advantage of something like that and not respect her grind. It's mm-hmm. like, nigga, at the end of the day, nigga, pipe down. And a lot of times, a nigga can work harder than his girl, like, go to work and really be working hard, tired, sweating, you know, using their hands every day and come home and make less, but that girl done got two and three degrees because she was afforded that luxury right. growing exactly. up for her parents to be like, Oh, don't worry about this. Just go to college where your dude might have to really go out in this world and and provide and be a man from 17, 18 years old. So it kind of, he might have more knowledge and skill in the world to kind of balance your college privilege life as, you know, the breadwinner that's just going and sitting in the office and talking on the phone all day. So I do think you do find a balance in your chemistry and that necessarily does not have anything to do with salary or credit because credit something bad could have happened to where you had to take out a car but i gotta know that i'm gonna be able to talk to my dude and let's see where you're at now and build on it you can build your credit up you can't man and that's a fact because i raised my credit score over 200 points in less than a year me too if you get 
if you get to it and focus on it, it could be done, but it be the niggas that don't even want to look at it. Don't even think about sitting thirty, Real forty dollars to the side you, that raise to. a red flag. You have to. Because how am I get a to. house with you? Everything's supposed to be in my name. You can't even make a commitment to yourself to to make sure you good in the right. future. And it's important to pay attention to your credit now, especially for a lot of millennials. Like we're in positions to where now we're making money. You know, we're able to. Live a little bit, like focus on putting some of focus on your credit, like find out what you can do to you know work on your credit because stuff like that does matter. And I feel like it enhances your relationship when you're able to talk about that stuff, be on the same page. Because whether we want to say credit matters or not, it does. I mean, society forces us to focus on our credit and have credit. And I heard this. I can't remember who exactly said it. But they said black people aspire to be debt free. When white people or, you know, other races, Indians, you know, Chinese, whatever, Asians, they acquire to accumulate wealth. The difference between being debt free that and wealth that is an underlying issue that we don't even think about is we're all born in this world debt free right so we're aspiring to be debt free which is like the same slate a newborn baby is on starting from day one that's our goal mm. is to be able to start from day one and we're our goal is to die debt free and working on all this stuff but we're not coming into this world debt-free and not fucking it up in our younger years, we're getting all of this debt and then spending the rest of our older life trying to pay it down when we just need to stay debt-free the whole time and building upon that. Right. And it's crazy because, like, my job, all day what I do is I have call to... Call people. Call people, you know what I'm saying? And Run me my money, bitch. Honestly... Black people don't pay their bills. When I'm going through my portfolio to see And you who, see Shaniqua? Not calling it. I'm not about to argue with Shaniqua today. Not today. Sorry if any of y'all listening name is Shaniqua. Not today. <laughs> because it's like, those, I know, I mean, I have to, I do have days where I, I actually, I have to call everybody in my portfolio, so it's not like, I, but I do have days where I'm like, I can't deal with this today. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I know I'm gonna have a sob story from black, and it's crazy because I'm black. I have to feel for these people. You got some people in my office that they don't be can't. You give me a sob story, and and you convince me that you just ain't got it. I'm gonna fall off. You know what I'm saying? But you got people in my office that's gonna try to squeeze it out of them. You know, left and right. And it's like for me, it's only so much, so long I can listen to these sob stories. Like I try not right. to get emotionally attached to. You know my portfolio, but like some of my accounts are older elderly people, you know, and I have to present, you know, things to the client and they turning it down. It's like I'm trying to fight the squeeze. I'm like, man, I know black people. We don't got it. Like they straight up with me. Like I I, I don't have it. I don't. What do y'all want me to do? And some people even say that. They be crying on the phone like, sir, what do you want me to do? Like y'all, y'all doing all of this. I don't have it. You know, the term is you can't squeeze blood out of a turnip. I, <laughs> what? That's some South Carolina shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's just some old this shit. Because all types of old people say that. But 
that lets me know. That's why even on my job, I've been on my job for over four years, and it changed my perspective on credit, on paying my bills, because we work with, like, second mortgages and stuff. So, like, I have a lot of knowledge and all of that, but... <laughs> Y'all, Travis just cracked his toe knuckle. <laughs> I really did. It felt great too. <laughs> I'm weak. Okay. Hey. <laughs> Sorry. But, Back to the regular <laughs> program. Yeah. So, you know, it made me realize how important credit and paying your bills are because one thing about white people, they don't like to be embarrassed. Like, they're going to pay their bills. You're not about to sue me and have me because once you go to the courts, that's public record. Black folks, we like take Man. me to court because you, I, ain't I still ain't got shit. <laughs> look, probably won't show up. Gonna get there and tell the judge the same exact thing that I told me on the phone. What y'all want me to do, huh? Huh? We Pull it out of my ass. <laughs> they would say that. I'm talking about I hear all of that on the phone. What, what you want me to do? And I'd be like, man, I get it. You know what? I'm gonna push your account out. I ain't calling you for another month or so. You know, it's certain names I know. I ain't calling grandma today. You know what I'm saying? If I ain't got no good news. He ain't calling Geraldine. I ain't calling the facts. <laughs> I got certain people that's like, shoot, I ain't calling them because I'm I know what it means to be black. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times we have to get it approved by white people. Mm-hmm. And they ain't they getting their money as attorneys. They ain't caring for no black people. So yeah, man. Fix your credit, pay your bills. Try to control that stuff. If you can't afford it, then you have to decide is that something you need to have, you know. And if you're in a relationship, don't be scared to talk about finances. Don't be scared to say how far back you are or anything like that because you never know what your significant other has to offer you as far as knowledge and how to get you on the right track. So it's like, don't... I mean, be conscious of your significant other's actions, but don't let a piece of paper or an app that shows their credit score or a piece of paper that shows their salary dictate, you know, your emotional connections with them, but definitely let their actions speak louder. So do you feel like connection-wise, emotionally versus that, should, do you feel like your connection with them can affect your relationship with them in the long run or should it should you allow it to you get what i'm saying what you mean should you allow that credit salary should you allow things like that to affect how you feel about them emotionally is that okay is that no that's exactly what i'm saying not to do oh don't allow it to don't allow that to affect it but what you do need to allow to affect your emotions is their actions are they working towards something are they able to talk about it are they able to get your advice are are you able to help them are they accepting your help that's what you need to base your emotions off of, not on the number of the salary, not on the number of the score, you know, not on, you know, that they don't know their daddy, you know, like see what kind of person they're becoming or they're striving to be. Even if they're not necessarily thinking about it or striving to be it when you first meet them, but drop those seeds in them. Right, for sure. And see if it grows. Right. If you dropping them seeds... And they ain't going and watering them. Then it's like, okay, I'm giving all of my knowledge to a nigga who don't 
care about none of this. Right, facts. So what about the family? Like, if your family viewing them, I mean, you said your family is that type of family. That's something you allowed them to care about, or you just go? No, away? I don't care. I'm the type. I'll I'm a date who I want to date. I feel it because at the end of the day, you got to be happy. I view it like that too. Like I, as close as I am with my family. At the end of the day, I'll come around y'all without my girl if that's what it requires. And I mean, we can Oh, I'm going to come around you with my dude or I'm not going to come around you at all. Facts. You know, I, I just feel like y'all choose if you want it or not. But what I'm not going to do is make them feel uncomfortable and may have them feeling like. And if you make my nigga feel uncomfortable, you making me feel uncomfortable. So we both gonna have to just fall back. Right, facts, facts. So pick, pick and choose. You pick and choose because I ain't picking. Because I ain't picking. I won't come around. I picked and I chose <laughs> this person. That's true. I ain't really with the family involvement on it. Like how people, you know, I do feel like the mom knows best. The whole thing. I'm iffy with that. Like, I ain't saying that your mom don't know best because for sure, for sure. But I also feel like family can sometimes hold you to who you were. Family don't always like to see you grow up. They don't like to accept you for growing up or be who you want to be when you've grown up. So they kind of basing their know best off of Over their little baby. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, "Mm, not really that person anymore. Um, but thankfully, my family ain't. They go with the flow. They You're know. a boy, so it's different. Yeah, too. they know when I bring. This is what it is. This is what we going with. Either you win it or you ain't. You know what I'm saying? So, new music. A lot of new music is dropped. Chalombo. Is it Chalombo or Chalombo? I don't know. I thought it was Chalombo. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And I'ma just end it there. That's all you got. It's dope. It is. It's like Janae's a mood. It's a vibe. My favorite song on there, of course, is BS with uh Janae featuring her. It's just a flex on your ex kind of song. <laughs> flex on my ex in my model ex. That's all I know. <laughs> So back up on my bullshit, back up on the scene. Hey, done dealing with you. Don't know how to love me. Hey, okay, I'm done. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I think the whole album is dope. Um, Pussy Fairy, that's a, 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 a well written song. Said, I like to fuck when I'm drunk. I like to suck when I'm drunk. <laughs> I said, Oh, I felt that. <laughs> you felt that. That's it. That's the tweet. Lil Uzi dropped the project. I actually listened to it. I'm not like a huge. I want it that way. Not a huge, really hip hop fan, but I actually did check it out, and you know, it was it's a vibe. It's a vibe. I haven't listened to the whole thing, but yeah. Uh, Pretty Ricky then came back with the body. With that body. <laughs> body. That's gonna sound just oh. like uh, that old stuff. Yes, and <laughs> I'm here like for it. I'm definitely here for stuff. it. It's a different, um, it's nothing sounding like that now. It literally sounds like that could have been on that album yeah. back in the day. And I'm here for it. Yeah, which was dope. Lil Baby came out with a new album. It's pretty good. Um, I like how he's growing lyrically. Lil Baby. Yo, mm-hmm. Aunt Clemens, a lot of people don't really know him. He's an upcoming artist, but he dropped a project. Um, he dropped a project. 
And he actually has been working with Kanye West. He was on Kanye West's uh, album. Like, you know how they have like the the people singing in the background that you don't really know who it is, but you love them. Like Drake had that man. My bad, my bad was itching. You know, Drake used to have... The Vision? Yeah, you know, The Vision. Nobody really knew yeah. who it was when it was dropping, but so that was him. But his project is actually a vibe. It's a dope. Um, a dope vibe. Um, a lot of good music out right now. I got a random question. Go for it. You, you always have some random questions every now and then on the episode. How young is too young for you to date? Hmm. I feel like for me personally, this is just my opinion, no disrespect to young girls, no. I feel like age. Age ain't nothing but a number. <laughs> I feel like age, ugh, as, much, as much as I want to say age ain't nothing but a number. It is. Not, it is more. It is more than a number because it comes with mindset. Like you have some young girls that may be in grinding since they was like 18, 19, and they gonna think differently about things. But my niece is about to be 21, and I know for sure I couldn't date. Um, Her. <laughs> well, she's your niece. Right, right, obviously. <laughs> but if, even if it was someone else. Yeah. Because people, I have guys that ask me, bro, like, oh, you know, what you think about a girl at this age that's 20 or 21? And I'm like, oh, that's my niece's age. I couldn't do it. As mature as she is, as she, she grinding, she on a, you know, she doing her thing with the hair and everything. There's still a certain part of her that I know for sure I just can't lock into. So that would be too young. Actually, 25 is probably my cutoff at this point. So I think that's my same cutoff, but I think a man 25 is almost like a woman's 19 or 20. Ooh. You dug deep. I do. I feel like... I wouldn't like say that far, Mo. I don't know. Jeez. I've I always dated al- almost... A- at least... I've always dated at least five years. Ahead? Mm-hmm. It's different for girls, though. I it's like very girls, different. I feel like women go after... Because think about if you're 25, you could date a 21-year-old girl. Right. Right? For sure, at 25. And it would be cool. I like older women, so... Like, the new, never mind. Not like too much older, but... I can't even say that. Not like older, because the oldest I've dated... Granny, granny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, my ex was 30. She turned 31, like, while we were together. So that wasn't too much older. I'm only 29. So I haven't dated that much older. But when I was 20, I dated... And she probably feel like I'm never dating a nigga younger than me. Fact. You know? So, I mean, but I'm a mature guy for my age. Um, when I was 20, I dated this lady that was 33. She was 13 years older than me, and... She put me out. <laughs> when I was 22, I dated a guy who was 33. Yeah. Um, Yo, this lady put me on to a lot. Like, wow. She was licking your booty hole. <laughs> she definitely was not. <laughs> was not. <laughs> was not at all. She was into all of that, though, but, like, not to me. She wanted me to. I bet she probably thought, this little nigga. This is boring. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> because I wasn't with it. I'm telling you now. I'm more, you know. He's you more might, susceptible to might, it now. <laughs> the ladies. Look, you might catch me close nowadays, but then it was a hell no. <laughs> but, I mean, I learned a lot from that lady. No lie, I did. And I used to feel so bad because her son was 19. I was 21. And he wasn't 19. He was a little young. He probably was like 17. But I used to always think to myself, it ain't no way no little young nigga gonna walk in the crib and I not check this nigga. Like, yo, what's up, nigga? Okay, so how do you feel with dating a girl, but every weekend she got somewhere to go? Like, brunch, club, club, brunch, brunch. I'm not a fan. Like, never know just at home by yourself chilling. I ain't a fan because I feel like females who do that need a lot of validation. Mm, that is a good point. A lot of validation. That's why they do all of it. Getting all dressed yes. and doing all this. I, and I don't that. like it. Like because at the end of the day, I want my girl to know because I'm telling her that she is the most beautiful woman in the world, and I want her to really believe that. Not just my nigga tell me that all the time. Like no, I don't want the world to have to validate validate you. her. You know what I'm saying? I'm so, all in validation. You need. You feel me? Like because I just feel like. At what point does that get old or will it get old? So I feel the same way, but not about the validation part. But I just feel like as a man, um, if you are pursuing to date me, what's out there that you're having to go out all the time besides mixing and mingling? And that's, that's validation. You know what I'm saying? Well, I guess it's like, so. Yeah, that's validation. It's like you're not... Every now and then it's cool, you know. Yeah. Because birthdays, all of that, like. But all the time it's like, okay, you're going out to get something that you're not receiving. Like, you should be perfectly fine, even when, like, if I had a house, even if we was on two totally different sides of the house, us being here together is that means more to me than us being up under each other all the time. And I'm, I feel like I'm kind of at the point that not really dating for real, for real, but I still just, I'm not getting validated by anyone. I guess I say that to say that. Um, I'm not getting validated by anyone, but I still don't want that type of validation from the street. And you, and you got to know that within yourself. You know what I'm saying? You got to know, like, I'm over that. Some girls can go out and not need that validation. It's just, they like to. Um, but I do still feel like it's a certain level of validation you're looking for. Like, as much as girls are able to turn niggas down and be like, oh, I'm good. Turning niggas like down it. in itself is a validation for right. women. You're right. Like, okay. I rejected one more nigga than I did yesterday. <laughs> so I still look good and can turn down. Y'all are something else. Women are something else. We feed off of it. It's them egos. I mean, niggas got egos, too. So. For sure. I mean, I won't, you know. I just feel like at the end of the day, you know, I'm a confident guy. So that type of lifestyle doesn't validate me. Um, me either. I'm so at a point where I'd rather just get a bottle of wine and chill at home with, with a nigga. Like, or with myself, actually, lately. With myself. Um, either or. I'm taking I'm taking both scenarios right now. But <laughs> I just don't see the point of getting up, getting dressed, spending money, all this, all of that, coming back tired and just ex- making myself exhausted. 
for the week the next day. And then I got to go to work <laughs> on Monday on top of that? Like... Yeah, I'm past that. I, I feel like an old man sometimes. I mean, most of the... If I'm up late, I'm probably doing something in regards to something productive. It ain't turning up. And it's nothing wrong with turning up, but when I do turn up, I want to be around my friends. I want to be around my family. I want to be like... I feel like turn-ups are better when you feel like you're celebrating something. Not like something specific. I mean... Small wins, yeah. You know what I'm saying can be a celebration. I mean, if you you know what you're working on now, we popping bottles when it's over. What forty six days, sixty four days, forty six days. Don't say sixty four. <laughs> She's like, don't push me back, yo. In forty six days, like we gonna celebrate, and, and it's a reason to celebrate because once you've been working towards something, I mean, something can happen great for you at work tomorrow mm-hmm. that may, you know, require a small out. celebration. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like. Those you're okay with missing work or being tired the next day because you can look back on it and say, Wow, you know, my homegirl got this or this. You can sacrifice every now and then, but I definitely feel like it should be a cutoff as to why you still turning up or doing that. Like, I can't, man. I met this girl one time last summer, and as bad as I wanted to talk to her, I knew what type of girl she was, and I couldn't even do it. Got the number and everything. Couldn't follow through with it. I feel it. She just wasn't the type, you know, I knew what she wanted based on things that she was saying. I was just listening. Um, but I could tell she was into the promoters. and. Oh, yeah. You know no. what I'm saying? It was just like, eh, I could play this game with you, but I don't want to. I don't got time. Of course, I had just got out of my relationship. Relationship. Tell y'all, man, dating in 2020. Is the coronavirus. Fact. <laughs> well, we can end on that. Look, you just... <laughs> it's like you never saw yourself getting that shit, and then now we're here. Like, you for sure saw yourself married by... Not not necessarily married. Oh, I definitely saw my... As a younger me, even right. a 20-year-old, 21-year-old me, I saw myself at 27 at least trying... At least knowing who my husband was. Right. Facts. I and right now, I'm about. lost in the world. <laughs> it's like, damn. I'm about to be 30, and I still, I definitely saw myself being married by now. But hey, guys' plan goes a little different, guys. Yeah. But yeah, man, we appreciate y'all for tuning in to another episode of Motivate T. Yeah, so this coronavirus really kind of got us shut things down. You know what I'm saying? We had some people. Hopefully, we'll have another episode if right. Corona don't. Because, I mean, we had some people that was going to stop by. We can't do it. We can't do it. Sorry, folks. Um, we got y'all when all of this stuff calmed down. But we're going to shut it on down. All right. Uh, y'all can follow me um, on everything Mo underscore Towns. That's M O underscore T O W N S. Follow me at. I motivate I underscore M-O-T-I-V underscore the number eight and follow the podcast at L-E-T-S-M-O-T-I-V-A-T-L share it with somebody like it review it show us some love we appreciate all of y'all and we are out of here bye